Welcome to the Homer and the Hater podcast. As always, your host, the Hater, joined as always by the Homer, Woody. What's up, Wood? Not much. New location. We are in a slightly different location. It's pretty cool. We were, I was just admiring your uh, custom-built computer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, that uh, looks like a transformer. It might be a transformer. Not like a not like an electrical transformer, but like uh, Optimus Prime. Yeah, 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 not like the one that hangs up on like the electrical poles or whatever. Or Bumblebee. Bumblebee would be cool. I think he can't talk. Is he your go-to transformer? I think so. Other than like Prime. Yeah. 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 He he has the most like he tugs at your heartstrings, you know. He has to. He's like a real person, basically. I mean, are they all real? Well, yeah, they're pretty much all real people. I mean, the others are kind of like one-trick ponies. Like, Optimus Prime is very, like, he has, like, one objective, and Bumblebee is, like, you know, a little more nuanced. I suppose, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but we're not going to be starting this week with a half an hour of uh, Transformer talk. That's, unfortunately. <laughs> this week we're going to be breaking down uh, the uh, recent uh, NFL quarterback carousel. Uh, really heated up today. This is Tuesday when we're coming at you. And then we're going to be breaking down this week's... Uh, Beginning of March Madness, we got a little draft uh, special, so that should be uh, that should be good stuff. Yeah, different different take, different spin on the uh, the bracket. Yeah, we're doing a mini bracket, so we'll we'll explain that later. But first, we had some big news today. Uh, looks like uh, Cousins is going to the the Vikings. It looks like Sam Bradford is going to Arizona. Yep. And it looks like Teddy Bridgewater is more than likely going to the New York Jets. As of the yes, yeah, correct. Uh, I'll I'll throw it to you first as the Vikings fan. Cousins, I need a, I need a react. I like it. I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, yeah. It's a, you know, I, 28 million a year, three years, which is good. Which I mean, even if you don't, with how guaranteed contracts work in the NFL, everything's essentially a three year deal. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, no, I think he comes out of a shaky situation in Washington where he never, ever really knew what was going to be the long term plan, and then he comes here and. I mean, this is about the same thing as like getting, like I said, like a five-year, $148 million deal. You'd have probably quote, like maybe like 95 guaranteed, but I mean, some of it's just tied up in injuries or bonuses, so it won't even matter in that way. Um, I I really like it. I do. I, I'm glad we didn't pay like 30-plus for him, too. That was a big thing. I, uh, I, I got I to gotta hate it. I hate the other NFL teams for not taking Kirk Cousins because – the Vikings are getting a dude that is a dude. He he can play NFL caliber quarterback at a above average level, and I think that is worth. And the the thing about the NFL is you can't overpay quarterbacks who are like actually good quarterbacks. Their real value is so astronomically high compared to any other position. And I think like he this guy can spin the ball. Uh, he can manage games. And we saw what he could do two years ago with a, a pretty good supporting cast. Um, you know, Deshaun Jackson, Jordan Reed, uh, Pierre Garçon. Uh, they kind of lost all those guys last year and were de- depending on some kind of odd ducks. Like, I think Jamison Crowder. It's Crowder, Pryor, and Doxon. Reed was, yeah, and Reed was still there, but. Reed was out for like half the year, too. And he. St- still put together a pretty decent year, um, and now he's going to a team where he can he can spin it to just about anyone on the field. Tons of weapons. Um, I also I also love this for, from from his per- this guy can this guy makes money. Like how much money has he made now in the past five years? And he's like what, like 
22 and then like 25 or something like that. So he's made it like 48-ish. So he is going to be guaranteed for what, a buck 20 by the time he's... What's, yeah, so if you rewind this contract backwards two years and say like Washington gives him a five-year deal when they should have, um, he would have made what? It would have been, yeah, like a 450, like so, a five-year 130. So he flames out and he's guaranteed all that money. He plays well. And he re-ups. For, he's, at, a, at age 32, we'll re-up for like another like three or four-year deal for at least 30 at that point. We're right? getting to the point where if him and A-Rod go out for like a seafood dinner, like we don't know who's picking up the check. Like this is getting... Yeah, no, you would have... Yeah, jeez. Flipping for it maybe? <laughs> I uh, was listening to uh, Bill Simmons' pod, and they were talking about... Uh, Bill Hader was talking about filming with LeBron. Oh, yeah. And he apparently <laughs> LeBron loved the... Uh, uh, bit in what was that Amy Schumer movie uh what was that called you know the one I'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah the, 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 the only the Amy Schumer LeBron. movie yeah <laughs> the only LeBron movie um and he, apparently LeBron loved the bit where he was like trying to like split checks and stuff where he was like cheap he was like yeah I want more of that that's funny <laughs> yeah man he train wreck train wreck train wreck yeah so uh yeah um I'm still imagining A-Rod probably picks that up, but it's probably like a weird situation where they're both grabbing for it. At least the first median. Then maybe like afterwards they realize they're like at an Applebee's or something. I feel like those two also would like not choose to go to a nice place. Like not even thinking it's like funny either. They're just like, where do you want to go? Like, I don't know. Want to go to like a Granite City? Like something where it's like, and then like they realize like they don't also want to be a Granite City. It's like, ah, they make all their own beer though. Like, you know something? Go to Applebee's? Because <laughs> you know A-Rod wants like a, like an Apple Teeny or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I forget what I was watching, but A-Rod was on it. And I'm, I have no idea why A-Rod was on what I was watching, but my wife walked through the, the room and she goes, God, he's so weird. A-Rod is like so weird. He... He's also now producing this new... Do you have a cat? There is a cat here. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, not my personal cat. But yeah, okay, he, so that's not you touching my leg. No, that's no, a, no. Okay. That's a cat. All right. Yeah. Good to clear that There's up. moose. <laughs> is he big? I don't know. He's cat-sized. Okay. <laughs> I think he's big for a cat. I don't know. I'm, I'm not great at judging cat sizes. I'm actually, yeah, I'm, I'm horrible at... Well, I'm horrible with kids' ages, but I'm also really bad at, like, dog weights. Yeah. It's like, do you believe he's 50 pounds? And it's like... I don't know. Yeah, I can believe it. I'm I guess. eyeballing him, and he's—he looks like twenty to eighty. I don't know. This fits in there somewhere. I, I, yeah, I always think back too to like we have a dog now who's about to be four, but the dog before it, who's been dead for now well four years. All right, yeah. Uh, I always think back and think he was bigger than I remember. Like they keep telling me, no, he was only like sixty, sixty-five pounds. And then we look at this new, the current dog, and the current dog is like 55 pounds, but it's like taller and skinnier. And I'm like, there's no way that old dog Tyvek was like bigger and smaller. Like, they're the same thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had a dog growing up, and I was like, I could swear it was like Clifford. And then I see pictures, and it's like a relatively small dog. Yeah. I, like, the, the thing that still gets me now is when people are like, oh, yeah, we have like a chocolate lab. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I think of labs as like huge, like 70 pound dogs. And then, like, they show me pictures, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. That looks like a pretty big dog. It's like, well, I don't know. He only weighs, like, 37 pounds. I'm like, what? Like, half of what I was picturing? That, no, that's not right. Why are people weighing their dogs so much? I, where, like, where do you, like, other than the vet, where do you weigh your dog? 
Uh, well, you can weigh anything if you stand on the scale and then also pick it up and then stand back on the scale. That's probably true. That's that's how I weigh my luggage. Oh, that's smart. Life hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead. It's a, like the, I guess dead weight versus like not dead weight still is the same weight. I was just like, isn't the dead weight thing kind of a different? No, yeah. I mean, if if the dog's like wriggling a lot, that might be tricky. Oh yeah. But I think you'd still run into that problem if you're on like a veterinarian scale. Because you still got to get the dog to stand still. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure it's just like a package weighing scale thing, right? Probably the airport scale and the vet yeah. scale are probably the same scale. Yeah. It seems Amazon pretty clear point. neither of us have been to the vet in the past five years. At least. Well, mm-hmm. I take that back. We put the dog down four years ago, so oh, yeah, still. Sorry. That's right, not really, yeah, that's not really like, but you're not like weighing it. All right, let's, let's move off the, the topic of dead dogs and let's uh, let's talk Kirk Cousins. Or no, no, let's talk Sammy Bradford, Ooh, Arizona. Yeah. I kind of like this. I I do too. I uh, Fitzy's coming back. You get a one-year deal for 15 guaranteed, so I, which which is tricky. Like He's making 20, but only 15 of it's guaranteed. Like, why do you care so much about the five million? Like, just pay him the twenty. Like, we we get to see him look weird in another uniform. God, those sleeves. Hopefully, him and Kirk. Kirk's sleeves are a little shorter. They are. They're two weird looking dudes. God, like, I I feel like Kirk's shoulder pads are like the right size for him. I think Sam is one of those guys where it's like, yeah, I can throw like seventy five yards, but like I have to downsize the shoulder pads a little, and then it creates the sleeve below the elbow situation. Kirk is that like, yeah, no, I can like just swing it. Just give me the regular shoulder pads. You don't have to adjust them. But then it's still like mid bicep. And it's like, that's ah, still a little too long, Kirk. <laughs> it's so, somebody needs to like, this should be, the uniform guy should be really more like hands-on. Ooh, thought, thought. <laughs> what if we create like a media credential and get into the Kirk Cousins press conference? Yeah. And that's our question. Be like, hey, Woody uh, from the Homer and the Hater uh, dot com. If you if you really care about that part, but um, so are you going to still wear like the same type of sleeve with the Vikings, or are you planning on maybe like adjusting to a more of a modern fit jersey in Minnesota? Just wanted to get your thoughts on that idea. Like that'd be a pretty good like that, that kind of catch catch my guard a little yeah, bit. Like oh well, I don't really think much about. You should be thinking about the sleeve because it's weird. <laughs> but uh. That awkward press conference question reminds me of uh, my favorite of all time, which is the uh, recent Herm Edwards press conference. Oh, yeah. Arizona State? Yeah, because someone was like, hey, this is uh, Dave Campbell from the, uh, like, uh, Devil's Lair or something. And and Herm's like, oh, I don't love that name. But uh, he's, like, thrown off. And it's like... Had it clicked with Herm Edwards, a like super Christian dude, that he was like coaching the Sun Devils yet? Because it's like it seemed like he had no understanding no. of like how like blog puns work. Yeah, the I, pun game in, in local sports blogs is is heavy. I want to know what like the top three choices Herm was thinking that the mascot name was for Arizona State. Because he clearly didn't know it was like Sun Devils. Like, who did he think he was I'm, coaching? I'm thinking it all ran together in his head, and it was, like, like one word, and it, he didn't. He had no idea what it meant. He just knew, like, Arizona State. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You don't really call them, like, the Arizona State Sun Devils. It's kind of, yeah, coaching Arizona State. And it's like, <laughs> I bet he thought it was the Wildcats. <laughs> I, I bet he thought he was like, yeah, let's go get it. Wildcat basketball. Like, I hear we're pretty good. Like, no, no, no. Like, we had James Harden for, like, two years. But before that, we really were not, and still aren't, that good. 
They were they were like what number one for like a week or no number three. Number three, three was a bad spot to be this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, and they barely made the tourney. I don't know how they they literally barely made the tourney. I think they're one of the playing games, but I don't know how. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, we will. And maybe they're one of my picks. Wow, that's <laughs> that'd be bold. That it's happened. Syracuse did it two years ago. It's true. They're in a really good, uh, similar situation. And they might have been a 10 seed. But still, that's pretty safe. I think they played in. But, uh, yeah, okay. So, I don't know. I'd like So far, I like both these both these landing spots for these quarterbacks. Really good for Bradford. It's essentially a prove-it deal where you get to like, double down next year, another $20 million for year two, and then kind of reassess when you're 31, 32-year-old season, which could be your last big deal. So, you, you know, so I'm, I'm just thinking about this now. Old people. Sure. A lot of them go to, like, Arizona or Florida from, like, New York or Minnesota. Like Northern cold. half of the country. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll retire to Arizona or Florida. Yeah. And, like, if you have, like, an older relative, it's like, oh, I'm glad they moved to Arizona because it's, like, that'll help them with their arthritis or, you know, it's, like, the, the warm mm. weather will help them saying. with their – is this a cure to Sam Bradford's – Knee issues? Okay. I do you, A, do you think that's a real thing? Right? Like warm weather? <laughs> like just magically cures like arthritis? Or is it more of like a they're just gonna be in a much more favorable like weather condition? I, and generally like they'll be feeling better because they don't have to like deal with like a negative eight morning. I think I I, I definitely do agree with the the like a, a happy frame of mind goes a long way. That's so, true. like, move, moving to a place where you're more happy is going to make you healthier? I think there's a decent amount of studies about, like, the positive thinking or, like, power of positivity or something, too. Yeah. So that could help. I think there's a lot of YouTube videos, too. That's true. But you get more snakes. <laughs> and spiders and bugs that are weird and big. You don't have to deal with that here. We just have to deal with the mosquitoes from, like, 8.30 p.m. to, like, 10 p.m. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of scorpions because... I don't know how to like touch them, right? Okay, so like the amount of videos I've seen with people just like dicking around with scorpions are they're 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 poisonous to like they kill you, right? I think some. I think that I think the most common. I think it's like spiders. I think the most common scorpions can't kill you, but I think there are like a few that can kill you. That just seems so white. I think, I think the know. biggest scorpions are actually the safest. Really? No. I feel like that's the case. Because like, there's some tiny ones. like There's like the, the big black ones that like they like blow up in movies to make seem like giant scorpion, like 40-footer. Like those, I think, are like the black normal ones that are probably the size of like, what, a pen? I think if they're really sm- I think if they're the size of like, I'm looking at this Link or this uh, uh, Loon's coin you got here. Yeah. And I'm thinking if they're like a little bigger than that and like pitch black, that's bad news. But if they're Bigger, like if they're the size you're talking about, yeah. I think they're like a like a juiced up bee. Okay, like I, nothing you want to be, get, get like, stung I, by. Maybe like one of those like big like giant wasps. Did you hear about that guy that let every single animal sting him? No. Yeah, he it was like it was fascinating. So he he was like a scientist, and he's like, there's no metric that measures like how painful stings are. For oh, certain sure. Things. So yeah. he was. He took it on himself to get stung by everything that stings oh, or bites no. and then measured the pain on a one to ten scale. So now there's like a scale out there that measures the pain. Although I like different stuff affects different people in different ways. So sure. It's but, a little it's, but a, it's a scale nonetheless. And he did all this and measured it. And I think like He's still t- alive? 
Uh, I don't think he got stung by anything that was like fatal. Well, what's so the like, point then? Well, like, there's a lot of like most stuff. Like, there are like five animals in the world that can like kill you that from like a bite. We're we're talking what? Scorpions, spiders. There's like rays. There's like two scorpions. Or no, there's like one scorpion, like two. We're not. Con- we're not- okay, the scorpion thing has yet to be confirmed. <laughs> we're just assuming that not all scorpions are poisonous. But then again, we don't deal with scorpions. I've is- never even seen a. Oh, yeah, I've never seen a scorpion. Really? Yeah. I think there's scorpions at like pet shops here. Um, you can buy pet ones. I might have seen a scorpion in the old St. Croix Mall. Ooh. In that, that, little, that was like, a good tiny pet, pet yeah. shop. Yeah, that was a good one. And for my money, that was the best mall. You had a movie theater, Did. pet shop, bookstore. Yeah. Dairy uh, Queen. Dairy Queen. In Yeah, back in oh, I was dance you, studio. And you could traverse the whole thing in like five, ten minutes. You could. And a Sam Goody, which was really important. I got brought home from the police at that uh, at that mall. Really? Yeah. How old were you for that? Yeah, like twelve. Okay, I was the same. Like, I think we shut down when we were like 13, 14, So it makes sense. Brought home, yeah. Brought home by uh, in a police car. Nice. But, uh, I was I was relatively low threat, I think. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. general horsing around. Yeah, you know, just caught cotton Sam Goody trying to threatening to dump a blue Mister Misty all over some people. <laughs> this just is get him out of here. This our uh, this first back to back week of talking about Sam Goody. It might be. It might be. Sam Goody was revolutionary. So, okay. Talking about Sam's. I want I want a letter grade from you on Sam Bradford. Yep. And a letter grade from you on Kirk Cousins. The co- Which one do you want first? I want Kirk first. Okay. Um, Kirk, for me, is a B plus, and that was the highest he could go. And here's why. I'm, I'm looking for the team perspective. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it could it could have never free agent quarterbacks in this with the exception of one, which I'll get into at the end. So any of them. So if we brought back any of the three, so Bradford, Teddy, or Keenum, Kirk, uh, McCarron, let's go Tyrod Taylor, I throw him in there. Any free agent quarterbacks except for one that I'm leaving out, that's pretty obvious. B plus is the highest they'd go. Because it was always going to, unless you could have got him for, I think Keenum is going to be between 18 and 20 million a year. You're going to have these issues where we have like five or six guys we need to resign in the next year that are super vital to like how. Vikings are going to get dicey. It's going to get weird, I think, which is kind of cool because pretty much this kicks Trey Wayans off the team, thank God. Um, Diggs is going to be tough to resign. But they will. Which is, th- then it's going to make everything really uncomfortable. Yeah, so they're going to re-sign Diggs, and like the money that some of these guys are getting, Diggs is probably going to get like a four-year 48. They have Thielen for a few years. They have Thielen for two more years, I think. So I think last year he played on one, and then it starts the three-year extension this year. It was like three years for 27-ish. So he's going to be Thielen for nine, Diggs for probably 12. But it'll be year two of Thielen. But you would imagine you're going to give Thielen another couple years. So let's just keep extending that out. Rudolph's going to have to get rescheduled or probably cut because he just is, he's a weird fit. Luckily, Dalvin Cook's on year two of a rookie deal. But you took him in the second round, so you don't get the fifth year. I don't know what you do. You just signed two tackles for $80 million combined last year. I think suddenly the, the Vikings are on. The Vikings suddenly have like a window. They went from being a non-contender to having a super a two year super two to three Super Bowl window, yeah. I mean, you look at like the the Seahawks here, who had about six years, 
Uh, like a 2011 through 17, essentially? You can't count this year. Yeah, it ended up being like four or five years, and it seemed at the time like they would have 10 years. The only the only team that's ever successfully navigated the understanding your window and like pulling it back a little bit and then still being able to be competitive through is the Patriots. Because I think a lot of people were sensing it but didn't want to say it at the end of last year that the Seahawks window had shut. And then they thought, let's go one more time, let's really see. And it had already shut, but no one really knew. And then this is what happens. You have to pull your team up. I mean, it, it, it's crazy to think, like, looking back, like, three, four years ago, if you said, then, five years from now, what team is more likely to win the Super Bowl? And it was, like, bar none, the Patriots over the Seahawks at that point in time. Yeah. It's, like, incredible to think of. Yeah. The Patriots are, like, next to no assets. Outside of Gronk and Brady, and the Seahawks seem like they had every defensive player in the league and Russell oh, Wilson. Man. You're, the thirty for thirty for season seven when they talk about the Legion of Boom one that comes out, it's gonna be insane when you start talking about some of these guys. They probably had five. Let's see here. Ah, uh, see, some of these guys' careers are getting cut short. So we're talking like Cam Chancellor is getting cut short. Earl. Earl's. He's one injury away from just being irrelevant. Sherman's Sherman's like one. Sherman's a hall of famer. We'll see. The way he changed he, he changed <clears throat> the game from where all corners are five ten, five eleven, and fast to you need one guy that's six one, six two plus that can like cover still and a, can basically run four or five. I'm a huge Sherman fan. I, he might be like one or two like bad comments away from being like. A guy that teams don't really want to touch. I don't think so. I think. <sighs> okay, let, let, let's move back to quarterbacks. <laughs> so we got a B plus, correct? Yeah. yeah. On uh, Kurt. Yep. Kirk, you get a B plus. Bradford. Is it? I, I always forget. Is it Kirk or Kurt? Kirk. K I R K. I haven't seen Kurt. <laughs> okay, Who's Kurt. a well? Washington guy called him Kurt. The owner or the GM called him K U R T. Oh, did he? Yeah. Jeez. Like twice. Same interview. Like same sentence. It's like, you know, we're, we're fully 100%, some generic, generic, like we're fully 100% behind Kurt, and uh, we think that Kurt is going to lead us to the to the playoffs. And he's like, yep, Kirk, been here five, six years. <laughs> okay, with a K, you sign my checks. It's cool. Um, as long as they clear. <laughs> so far, none of bounce. Uh, no, I, Bradford, like a solid B yeah. from the Cardinals' perspective. There's no such thing as a bad one-year deal. So it's essentially a one-year deal because it's a team option for the next. That's sort of that, and that's for them. That's the perfect situation. Yeah, and I think for Sam, it's a, I think that's what he's going to be. I think he's about a, a starter, legit. Like everyone considers him a starter if he's on your roster for the next two three years, and then he kind of fades into the background into that kind of like Matt Schaub role of like if he goes in the game, like hey, we got a guy that's been here before, but he's just never really put it together for. Bradford's case, he's just never been healthy. But I like that. I and Bradford had that one. He's had a few stretches where it's like you can kind of see why he went one overall. Oh, totally. I mean, he he was he had the best arm talent for where he was in his career for the Vikings since Tarkington, Culpepper. Nah, he had better arm talent than Culpepper. Culpepper could bomb it, but he, he was no accuracy under, like, intermittent routes. Culpepper yeah. was like a Sandlot quarterback. And, and on top of that, too, small hands. So, like, he had to bomb it. He had to, like, really wind up into it. Like, he could throw it really far, but he couldn't just, like, 
just quick release, same thing, just 60 yards. It was. I feel like you kind of model your, uh, your rec league football. After Culpepper a little bit, ah, you, you got the you got the arm, and you can scoot a yeah. little bit. When yeah, like, yeah, bigger guy, I would big, argue, little bigger guy. Yeah, with like very like glaring holes in like certain areas. I don't know. I'd like to think I'm a pretty like well-rounded all-around like rec league quarterback. <laughs> like, so, so, wait, so okay, in your mind, who, who do you who's your comp? <laughs> in my mind, my comp is Andrew Luck. Okay. <laughs> That's just that's I mean that's just like how what I what you, I would you think. both you both have uh or no never mind I was gonna say neck issues but that was Peyton yeah both have injury issues though for sure you know um, not, a couple and it's more like the lingering kind yeah and like I think if you give both of us like an elite number one receiver a solid number two and a third option that is at like the league average like we're gonna do good things but like if you don't have that. We're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh, I'm not asking for too much there. I don't think I'm not asking for like you know. I, you know, essentially give me like the Dallas Cowboys like receiving core options. Like give me Witten, Des Bryant, and for some reason why Terrence Williams is still on the team, I don't know. But sure, I'll take him. Like we're, we'll do okay. Uh, normal non leap year, 365 days. Of those days, how many days are you feeling 100 percent? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's not. I haven't held 100 percent since probably like being I, 13. I thought I was gonna eke out like my over under was like 14 and a half. Like it was above 15. I would have been like, oh okay, yeah. yeah. No, there, there, there's not a, a day that I can like think back and at least 10 is probably longer. It's definitely longer than 10. 10 years puts me at 18. So I think like my first like major injury was 15 for like. Traveling baseball, <laughs> I got pretty mad. Got pretty messed up for that. You had a ding. Yeah, and it just never healed right. I got a high ankle sprain, that, and then I got a high ankle sprain on the other ankle like a year later. And ever since, yeah, it's been it's been a rough it's been a rough path. I uh, I like to think though that like my like forty percent is most people's ninety percent though. Like I can really like, <laughs> and this is the issue because like you don't, don't want to see me at a hundred percent. Yeah. Like that that could be really scary. Like, don't get me wrong, I can't get to 100% anymore either because that would require like me also getting in shape. So, I've seen you run in the rain. Yes. And I'd like to say that that was pretty much you at 100%. And that, I that was pretty as close, yeah, in the 90s for sure. You were like the Flash. You were running like sub 4 2, it felt like. You were <laughs> you were just like gone. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, and obviously, like, there's no way to like measure this, but I feel like I was like a like high four eight speed guy, like at my peak in high school. Raining, okay. Raining, like that's just different. Like that's just a different category. I think that probably bumps me into like what, like a four five five. Maybe you're, you're moving in like slow motion. Man. Yeah, it's, it's one like of everything, everything's standing still. Yeah, I think this the height weight speed combination is is pretty like unicorn mythical. Like you're you're like Mojo Drew, if he could throw a football. Yeah, I would argue that I've never seen. MJD throw a football, so we might just be the same guy. <laughs> you think he might have a cannon? He might. I mean, have you seen him? Have you seen him throw a football? I have not. Do you think he has attempted a pass in his career? I don't because of his size. No? So if, if the over-under is I, at one, yes, you're taking the under? I think he played a long time. He did. He played in an era where teams were really starting to experiment with that. A little but bit. I think it'd be an odd choice to pitch the ball out to a guy who's like five six, 
plain weight listed 212. So if anyone is near him, they're... Like, there's an issue. And, and that's the thing, too. He doesn't play quarterback offense. He doesn't understand, like, pump fakes and, like, body position. He's out there just trying to, like, throw the ball over one guy. That's, like, usually what you're trying to do. Because, for sure, there's no, like, epic MJD throw that I'm not remembering. Because I've, I've never heard or seen this. And so it would be like if he threw an incompletion. And I just don't think he... He doesn't seem like the character that would. Guys who definitely haven't, Curtis Martin... Fred Taylor. Uh, I'm going to stop right there because Maurice Jones-Drew has two career passing what? attempts. <laughs> one came in 2010 when he made the Pro Bowl, and one came in 2013, so both with Jacksonville. You're implying that he may have made the Pro Bowl because of that throw. <laughs> if I were to say he was one for two, one touchdown, and one interception, that's that's got to be like the... That's the ultimate trivia question right is, there. Is, are you sure you're not reading uh, Teddy Bridgewater's career stat line? <laughs> stat line for, for 2017. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He uh, yeah, he threw a pick in 2010. And then, uh, yeah, he ended up having a quarterback rating of 139.6 in 2013. So maybe we were at the same guy. I don't throw a lot of picks, though. Are you a conservative in, guy? or? Yeah, except for the usually like the first pass of the game is a pick six. Like it's a really weird thing, mostly because we have to start like five yards out of the end zone, and then they just rush like six two six four dudes, and I can't see over them, so I just like hook the ball somewhere, and it's usually right to the safety. But after that, I'm good. <laughs> then then smooth sailing. Yeah, then I kind of figure it out, and they, the safety just expects the ball to like be like in his just lap every time, and I was like, ah, I'll put it somewhere else this time. But speaking of Teddy, that's the final grade I want. Jets, Teddy. Uh, that gets like a D plus. I don't get it. Like I, I might upgrade it to like a C. That's not confirmed yet. Let's see what happens. Because rumors they re-signed Josh McCown today for a year as well. But like, if Teddy goes there, like, what are you doing with Petty and what are you doing with Hackenberg? I mean, if you just cut both of them, I I, I don't think anyone really would care. They'd probably applaud you. But he's the same. He's he's a worse arm than both of them. He's more accurate than Hackenberg, but I think that's the whole league. Yeah. Better decision-making than Hackenberg. I mean, but he's started... I don't really know what you're doing. Like, maybe saying, like, hey, we want to see where your knee's at, and we're going to let Josh play, but, you know, if we feel Josh is not doing well halfway through the year, we're going to throw you in, and if you have a great camp where I come out and just win the job, we're not opposed to giving you four years and 75, 80 million, but... Does I don't it, get it. I don't it, get it at for all. Any of those, for any of the three former Vikings quarterbacks, does it bode well that that team has seen those three guys often and they said, yeah, we like them. We're going to go a different direction. Like they, you're, you're, you, they know exactly what they have with those three guys. And they said, that being said, we'd rather pay Cousins the money he wants. <clears throat> and you know they had to. I mean, the Jets had so much money. The Jets definitely offered three years, ninety million guaranteed. The J- the Jets and like with Cle- a fourth Cleveland, year Cleveland investment has like option. over a hundred million dollars. Not anymore. They started with it, but I think they got tied up in like Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis, and but that's just insane that they had the, like it's Sashi Brown. Sashi Brown is like I don't. If if you were confident that Sashi Brown was not going to make these moves, which I'm not, I'm not sold that he wasn't going to trade like a third, a third, and a fifth for three starters 
one of which could be all pro potential in Landry. Um, Tyrod's a good starter, just a solid starter, and then you have Randall who you can throw out there and get away with him being on the field. But um, if you could take over any franchise at this point, wouldn't you want like if you if you're saying I can start with a hundred million dollars and two top five picks and thirty third overall, and then also two more picks before you have sixty five. You have five picks in the first 65, and with my, two of them and, being in the top five. And Miles Garrett. Yeah. Miles Garrett, uh, entering his prime, you have uh, ex-Patriots linebacker. I think he's going to be known as the ex-Patriot linebacker, Collins, yeah. the rest of his life. Okay. In his prime. And then you just sign, you have, you have two legit guards. I forgot that they signed the Zietler or whatever away from Cincinnati. And you're still at $100 million. Like You're paying your two guards, I think. Total salary is like over $100 million, and you still have $100 million in cap space. We're going to do a deep dive because I'm fascinated by the Browns offseason. I'm also fascinated by the, the Chiefs offseason in the opposite way. But I think we'll do a deep dive as the that, – uh, That'll be a good like summer pod of just like if we were running the Cleveland Browns. Like all the different options you have available. I'm it, not, it's, <sighs> it's great. This is like – this is a, t- a team you would have unlocked on Madden. Whereas this like, is the team you want to start with on Madden, I would argue. You would just hope they had better jerseys, or you're just going to move them. You know, it's like out of Cleveland again for the second time in 20 years and just devastate this, the people. But, you know. Let's, uh, so let's, okay. Cousins, your grade? B plus. Sam? Solid B. Teddy? Uh, I'll upgrade it to a C minus. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, think, I think we're going to break here on uh, this NFL pod. And then we're going to uh, start the next pot off hot with our uh, NCAA uh, draft coming up. Fresh hot takes. So that has been uh, this episode of The Homer and the Hater. Thanks for joining us.